Welcome to the podcast, People More Interesting Than Me. I'm your host, Michael Stromsky, where every week I host a new guest with unique professions, personal adversity, or even maybe a strong opinion or two. And if you haven't hit the five stars review on Apple Podcasts, please hit it now before you forget. Running a podcast is a surprising amount of work, and more reviews converts into a wider range of future guests. Welcome our guest, Samantha Basco, a seasoned Grammy Award seat filler, who's witnessed the music industry's pinnacle from the front rows, sharing firsthand accounts for an exclusive glimpse into the glamour, excitement, and surprise of the Grammy experience. Get ready to hear the untold stories that unfold behind the stage lights. Enjoy. So, I was reading the article, and the thing that fascinated me was how, like, you're you're from Ireland, correct? Kildare. Yeah. And I I even think I've been there because my wife and I went. I don't I don't know what year it was. Maybe like 2018 or something. And Kildare is that how you say it? Yeah. And the only thing I. I swear we went to Kildare because I remember it's got the churches and the graves. That was like the big thing you go to see, right? Like there's like this one there's church. A lot of them. There's a uh, lot of them. That, phones. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I figured. Cause when I looked at photos just to see if I could get a base, I was like, okay, I, I feel like I've been there, but just like you said, there's a lot of churches and there's a lot of graves. Um, so what made you come from Ireland over to LA like to at least be in that position yeah so I was I think I was a year out of college um and I did the graduate visa which is like the U.S. and Ireland have this partnership I think I'm I'm not too sure about it but it, it, um, it makes I mean it makes complete sense but yeah so we did that part um I applied for it um, I was really sick of my job and I was just like, oh, you know, I really want to see um, what America has. And I know a lot of people usually do like the three month stint, which is like the J1 visa. But I was like, I'll do the year. I'll work there. I'll see what it's like because I've always wanted to be to go to L.A. I've never been to America before that. So, um, yeah, for me, I was just like, yeah, let's go full in. Let's just move to a completely different country, different city. I didn't know anyone. So um yeah I just I just literally moved because that's that's what um I was like I have an opportunity to do so let's do that <laughs> that's crazy especially since oh well, I mean if you're gonna move to if you're gonna move to the U.S. that's probably that or New York <laughs> is probably one of the good ones to at least <laughs> if you want to if you are your age you were what were you like 18 19 something no, like I that was 21 22 and uh, and when I moved to LA, they were like, oh, it's good you stayed to the coast. They were like, you should stay to the coast when um, you're in America. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that is a good rule. A lot of the good cities are on the coast. Um, not not saying that there's no good cities, but I mean, like, I mean, you've got all these great ones. I mean, like Portland, Cal- California, obviously, just like we're talking about New York City, Boston, Philadelphia, Atlanta, all those are like some of the best. Um, so what were you doing? Let's say, yeah, what were you doing, I guess, as a job when you moved over here then? Um, I didn't have a job for like three months. And then eventually I got a job as um, an 
Well, oh my God, I forgot what the name of the name of the company was like raw and it was for events. And basically they were, you'd like search um, online, you'd search um, any like event talent spaces for artists, visual artists, um, like actual painters and stuff like that, or performers. And we'd invite them to shows around the US. So there was like, they had different um, showcases, like in New York, they had them in like middle America. So um, yeah, that was my job was like literally searching online to figure out um, people, to find people, to come to these showcases. Um, I didn't move to America to be like, I'm going to start my career here. It was literally like, I knew I was going to be there for one year. I was like, I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to do all the fun stuff. And I eventually met a friend who I actually met online on like a housing page. So like it was, it sounds really dodgy, but he turned out to be super normal. And then he was the one who introduced me to like, you know, LA does a lot of free premieres. They just want people in seats. Um, and we started going to the premieres and then I seen one for the Grammys and then I just applied. I didn't even like think about it. I was like, oh, I'll just apply. It's free. What other, what other premieres? And then I think you... two or three weeks later, um, like a week before the Grammys, I got a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of, what other shows did you do before the Grammys or seat fill for it? Yeah, so we did, we went to a few premieres. We went to, there was, I can't even think of the name of the movies. We've gone to so many of them, but um, there was one, maybe Bobby Brown's one with the, I think okay. it was like the the King King Kong one. I don't know what it was. Okay. Um, there was one with Melissa McCartney. I think it was like The Kitchen or something like that, okay. or I don't know. You did a bunch of movies of and you did, I think I saw from the article, you also did a couple of, uh, uh, what do they call late night uh, talk yeah. shows, stuff like that. Okay. James Corden. And then I also did Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and I think we were trying to get on to Ellen at that time because she was giving it a lot of like goodies. Yeah. So we were trying to get that, like literally um anything that we were that we could do for okay. free it's like it's like a super unique experience because you can't really do this in ireland so we were like let's just apply yeah in ireland i guess it wouldn't well yeah i mean there's probably like a, a handful there's probably still a handful of shows in ireland but they're probably you would say based in like dublin yeah um, but they're not like well known you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> they're they're well known in ireland but they're not well known mm. in the world um yeah. So tell me a little bit about, like, obviously you applied. I would imagine it's sort of like a lottery system, but they're obviously like looking for the certain type of person to be in the seats. They're not going to pick like a, a six foot nine person. They're not going to, you know what I mean? They're looking for people yeah, yeah. that are going to blend like with the celebrities. So mm, um, tell me I about it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the process was that lengthy. I think it was literally, I don't know if I had to upload a photo or anything. Um, Like literally it was this, uh, like a passing thought. I saw the website, I just sent in my details and I sent the link to my friend. I was like, come on, let's go. Um, And like, I don't think they asked for pictures, but yeah, it was very straightforward. I just got an email then and it was like, you're invited and then gave me the timings and stuff. Okay. And I, I think when I was reading the article, I thought it was amazing because uh, you, what what was it like a $68 dress that you, uh, you had found? And I was like, that's so, that's so awesome. Like, and the other thing is, like I said, you're supposed to blend. And like, yeah. when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, that's 
that's a very blendable dress that you have. Like it, it does. Because I, I think in the article it mentions that like you don't want to get something that's like. Did they tell you specifically that it was like it's got to be like a solid color or something like that? Yeah, they said there was um an email for like you couldn't do patterns because the camera will pick it up weird. So um there was like no patterns, no brands um and it was like nude or not nude it was like muted colors um of course like they were just like you know um wear appropriate clothing and then they listed things that you can't wear like crazy hats or anything like that but um yeah it was I literally had to I think I got the email on the weekend and like the Grammys was like two days after or something so I was like oh my god I had to like really rush to get ready and did you do anything else like besides that? Obviously, like get your nails done or anything like outside of that. No, that, no, that's like amazing. Because at that time as well, like I was, I was like not earning that much money. I was like twenty one. I'm like I'm here for fun, um, and I was just like, yeah, like no, that's I was, perfect. I did it's... my own hair and my makeup. I didn't tell anyone um until I posted it on my Instagram and I was like oh I'm just here (laughs) no that's awesome and like if if I was in your position I probably would have probably searched rent the runway if (laughs) I mean I don't know how big it I mean obviously it's probably working in LA but Mm -hmm. that's what I would do I I, whenever I'm going with my wife to a wedding and Mm -hmm. I just think like why don't you just you're not gonna wear I know women hate wearing dresses again unless they wear it on the complete opposite side of the world yeah, with people yeah. they've never seen before and nobody takes a photo of it. Um but uh so kind of tell me the ex- start me off like you're you're in there with your and by the way there's a just to straighten this out in my head when you say pennies you don't mean JC pennies in Ireland there's a pennies correct? Yeah so Okay just to clarify yeah, it's known as Primark usually, but it actually is an Irish brand. But because I think it was because JC Pennies was um trademarked, they couldn't have pennies. In Ireland okay. it's called pennies, but in the UK and Europe, I think they have a few stores in the US now. Um they're called Primark. But it's okay. basically like I w- I can't really find an equivalent to it. Like it wouldn't be like TJ Maxx. It'll just it's just like a it's like cheaper than Forever Twenty One. <laughs> is it? Oh, okay. I was gonna say kind of like a uh, uh, what's that one? Uh, it's in the mall. It's it's uh, it's not. It is Japanese. Uh, but it's not. There's two Japanese ones. Muji. Not Muji. Not that one. I I like that one's newer. The the older one. That's like like a cheap brand. And it it doesn't matter. I don't know why I can't think of it. <laughs> Um, where were we at? So yeah, you're, you're in your dress, you arrive, what happens from there? So we literally had to be there so early. I think it didn't start till like six. We had to be there till from two and I was like in heels and I was like, oh my God, I was like, I'm starting to regret it. Um, we started getting our bands and like we had to queue around, I think it's a different name now, um, but it was the Staples Stadium at the time. We mm-hmm. had to queue around there and then we got our bands, we signed in. And also a really interesting one was um, seat fillers would have a gray ribbon mm-hmm. um, and they just 
pin it to their chest and that's how you know you were a seat filler um but they were like just they told us to like cover it with our hair or like make it not as noticeable yeah um so if you look at like any footage on any any like award show whether it's the oscars or the grammys and you see someone with like a gray ribbon that's a seat filler okay that's interesting yeah that's like a fun one but um yeah like literally we queued up and then um we we were like all we yeah we started walking into the stadium they brought us up we saw the carpet and I was like, oh my God. Um, and we all got a nice big photo in front of like the Grammy sign. And then we went in um, and yeah, we got like, the thing with seat fillers is you don't have one seat to sit in. You mm-hmm. get moved around constantly. So the first time we were like quite at the back and um, I was just like looking at the people beside me, they didn't have gray ribbons. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> but um yeah so we started from the back and then we eventually got to the front um but yeah it was so interesting like I've seen so many celebrities I was like oh my god this is so cool and are you told like I mean obviously you can't be um like there's what what are the big no-nos that I mean obviously if a person thinks about for like 20 seconds they'll be like obviously like no phones and Mm. just just like with Anytime celebrities are on, there's no eating. You'll never see like, unless you're on hot ones, obviously, but you won't see people like, obviously there was no eating, correct? No eating. There was um, no phones. You couldn't use your phone. But then like, I eventually seen people using their phones and I was like, I'm not going to miss this moment. Like I'm going to take photos as well. Um, And also if you were seated beside a celebrity, they told you you like could not talk to them. Yeah. And (laughs) I think, so I guess, you were uh, moving back and forth. Did you see you you talk about the rules, but did you see all the other seat fillers following those rules? No, like I seen people like, you know, we weren't supposed to have our phones out during performances, but like everyone had their phones out, even the celebrities. So I was like, OK, if they're going to like there was some seat fillers that had their phones out taking pictures. I was like, I'm going to do that. Um, And then there was actually a guy when we were sitting at the front near Billie Eilish, he was. I think he was knee. I forgot which position he was in, but he asked her for a photo and you're not supposed to do that like at all. Um, but he asked her for a photo and she um she said, yeah, she got a photo. And like that picture then went like to so many news outlets being like, oh, Billy's team and all this. And I was just like, he's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Because I mean, I, I, I mean, I get it. Like you, yeah. you might... I mean, obviously, he'll never be invited back, but uh, I guess he was just if 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 he's in the area and he really loves Billie Eilish, I guess that would be the thing to do. Uh, So overall, what was your and the other thing I was reading from your article that sounded crazy to me, but very, I don't know, uh, like a common person, like once they got their award or the award was over, they just they they dipped. Like they yeah. didn't, they didn't care about the rest of the ceremony, which like is so like normal, like mm-hmm. after an award, if I hadn't won or I feel like if I won, I would just be, you know, like knocking back champagne at the event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I guess you, like you said, you slowly moved up towards the stage. And the other good thing that we haven't mentioned is you saw all these really good performances too. Like mm-hmm. I, 
I didn't even think of that as like the really awesome part because you basically got to go to since it's the Grammys, you got like which which people did you see perform? Um, it started with the Jonas Brothers, and then I think it was Bon Jovi. I don't, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, I saw Billy Ray Cyrus and Little Nas X. They performed with BTS. And then Ariana Grande performed Thank You Next. Um, Lizzo oh, performed. That sounds like a good Billie one. To watch. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Billie Eilish performed. And um, there was like, because it was a time Kobe passed away. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of, um, what's that? Like Word? memorial. memorial. And like, yeah. yeah. Um, and... There was a lot of them, like they had some of them were doing like remix, like singing together. Um, I just forget which ones they were, but yeah, like the big ones for me were definitely like Ariana Grande and I seen Billie Eilish, but she's like singing a really depressing song. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, but um, yeah, they were so good. Like the Jonas Brothers, when I first like that was the first performance of the night, I was like, oh my god, this is like a free concert. And I I didn't even think about that when um I applied. And the way you said about like seat shuffling for all those people when i when i think of like to be fair i i never watch like award shows and stuff like that but like you're they're about like two hours you would say like at least the Um, grammys condensed i'm saying but like how long did the actual process take it was like you said two two p.m to um i think finished around like 11 so it was like a full full day yeah wow okay but yeah man condensing like that makes so much sense because when i was thinking about it i was like man they're they've got a lot of moving parts like you said like all those live performances <laughs> they've got like all these celebrities performing but then they've also got the awards but if they're stretching that to a period of like nine hours they're like yeah. throwing they're probably going slow going back and forth and i understand why actors and actresses would just like leave i don't need to be here for nine hours if i didn't win best artist of the year award or something like that makes complete sense um is there anything that completely shocked you like being there that you were like okay that either made Uh, it magical or completely like unmagical i think for me it like humanized celebrities a lot um like coming from Ireland, you know, you don't see these big names. Like when we moved to the front, like Lana Del Rey was literally arms reach away. Ariana Grande was here. Um, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were near her. Billie Eilish, like literally she was sitting right in front of me. Um, And for me, it just really humanized them. So I was kind of like, oh, they're just like normal people. So now I don't even like, I don't look at celebrities like, oh my God. But I was so young then and now I'm just I'm just like, oh, they're just a normal person that, you know, they're very talented and they're famous. But other than that, they're so normal. Some are smaller than than you think. Um, but yeah, definitely for me that was just Was Bruno Mars there? No, I I don't know. He's like really small. No. I was really disappointed though that like Taylor Swift wasn't there because like I'm such a big Taylor Swift fan. I was like, if this that's, was a chance. Yeah, that's surprising she wasn't there. Yeah, I think it was no, it was 2019. So she yeah, it was like her lover era and she she wasn't there. So I was really sad about that. But 
I was like, you know, I take it as an opportunity. It was so much fun. And just seeing how like the behind the scenes, there was like security guys being like, okay, you move here, you move here. And then like the minute the lights and the music came back on, like, um, we all had to be seated and ready. Like, like shut, up, like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. Uh that wasn't really an issue right like you don't have like chatty Cathy's that they're like telling no. they're like okay I, I would just imagine you'd have people talking and just like I mean just like anything when you've got like a group of people who haven't seen each other for a while or people who've never met before you've got them talking in the background and you you kind of have to say like we're doing something here yeah 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 there was none of that I'm, I think as well a lot of the um seat fillers like we didn't know each other so we didn't really like talk like there was one girl I met and I was like oh my god like um you know like let's move around together um and yeah but other than that there was like no one knew each other because I asked everyone like oh how do you know anyone here and they were like no everyone came by themselves so we were all in the same boat yeah it makes sense you wouldn't you wouldn't want like two best friends there and then like I said Mm -hmm. they're just chatting in the bathroom I'm not in the bathroom, but in the background and they both get thrown out. Then you have to find more seat fillers. Um, So overall, would you do it again? Yeah, I definitely would. Um, It's like a nice, you know, it's a free event to go and sit with like these really talented people. Um, And it's nice to dress up as well. And I remember after the Grammys, I because I was sitting beside behind Billie Eilish, I was in the frame my phone started to blow up and it was my friends being like, what are you doing at the Grammys? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just here. Um, so yeah, I definitely do that again. Like it is, it's fun to say, like I've been to the Grammys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say no, but <laughs> the thing for me is like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't like to wait again. Mm-hmm. Um, I value my time now. I'm not that, you know, I was very young, so. <laughs> now, that, now, now that you say that, I'm thinking like eight hours, like, restrictive eating like bathroom breaks stuff like that you're literally just sitting there you can't be on your phone it's really just like you have to you're just like like being in the environment like you have to take what you're Mm -hmm. watching but I mean like you are around celebrities they are performing they're doing all this other stuff so I guess it would be fascinating especially if you love the music industry exactly yeah I really um I think after it, we really tried to apply for the Oscars, mm-hmm. but that was like so lengthy and you could like, that was the dinner and apparently you, you it was very selected. So we didn't get that one, but um, yeah. That one though, I, you have to send in a recording of you eating like a, <laughs> a steak or something like that to make sure you like uh, chew your, or close your mouth when you're chewing, like all this other stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was fun, though. Like, honestly, it was definitely an exciting time. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed it. So would you ever be a professional seat filler? <laughs> oh, God. um, No, because I hate I, I hate like sitting down. And like, that's all you can do. You can't move around. You can't like, you know, lie back. Um, so no, I wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> or for me, because <laughs> I know a lot of not this is obviously way to the next level, but I know some people are like uh stand-in bridesmaids and stuff like that, <laughs> and I think that's like obviously that's to like a whole another level that you're doing, but I think that's crazy too. Um, 
Okay. The last question I like to do, which I've already prepped you for, I hope you have at least a little bit of thought. Uh, what is something that your parents did growing up or whoever raised you um, that you like to pass on to the next generation? And on the other side of it, what's something new or uh, something uh, that you change um, with the, your kids or a next generation, not necessarily your kids? Um, for me, when I was growing up, my, I, my mom taught me to be really independent, um, and not too much of, you know, I don't need to rely too much on her. Um, so I definitely like to pass that on because I think because I'm so independent now, I think having, <laughs> this sounds really bad, but I think if I had a child and they were so clingy, I'd be like, be independent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the other so, thing I forgot to mention is you're in Dubai right now. So that's how independent you are. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. even forgot yeah. to ask you that too. Uh, I was just like, Ireland. I'm, yeah, I'm in Dubai. Um, I'm here with my partners. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so independent. And I think it's so important um, as a quality because you know, you're not relying on anyone, you're self-sufficient and anything that happens, you're always going to have you, you're not going to always have your partner or your parents. So um, I'd like to pass that on to, if I was, if I had a child, um, now I bet you when I have a child, they're going to be like, so funny. <laughs> um, and I think the next, the tradition I'd like to pass on, it's not really a tradition, but um, I'd like people to be more present. We live in a world where it's, you know, we're constantly thinking about the next thing. I work in social media, so I'm constantly online and it's hard for me to switch off. And I just want, you know, just to be present, to enjoy it, enjoy the moment, because you're never going to live the same same day twice. No, that's great. Kind of like a everybody sits at the dinner table type vibe, like soak it in. And exactly what you said is since you're in social media, you've got to exact do the exact opposite and kind of savor it like be in the yeah. presence of it. Now that makes sense. Well, yeah. thank you very much for being on the show. I appreciate it. And your take and your experience at the uh, Grammys. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy talking about it. And it's like definitely relive some moments because that was like a few years ago. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. And uh, I guess what time is it there, by the way? It's one thirty-eight. Oh, man. <laughs> This this is probably the biggest biggest time change I've done so far. But why? Thanks. What time is it there? Uh it's 5:39 a.m. Oh my god. <laughs> I wake up at 6 a.m. anyway, so it's a little bit earlier. So completely fine. Oh my god. Wow. I really hope you have so much success with your podcast. I love uh, podcasts. Um, uh podcasts are very good. You just need to stay consistent that's what i've that's what yeah. i've uh learned but again thanks again for doing this just because not everyone loves podcasts and not everyone likes to talk especially about yeah. themselves too not saying that anyone is selfish just a lot of people don't want to hear their own voice or you know put themselves out yeah. there but uh thank you again and uh i guess have a good day and yeah I'll, you and like, too if you like this week's episode of People More Interesting Than Me, please follow me on Apple Podcasts so you won't miss out on more episodes like these.